Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. You've heard Mark K filling in on the Herman Kane Show. Now, he's on every day at 11 a.m. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We are cocked and ready to go. And one day, guns will not be the lead story uh, here in Florida or around Jacksonville or in the nation. But that day is not today. As we have more NRA, NRA talk from the president, we have more local retailers saying no more guns if you're under 21. And we have more questions about the Second Amendment. What's up, everybody? My name's Mark K. This is the Mark K Show. Thank you so much for joining me. By the way, I need somebody to call in if you can tell me where I can get a bullet crown. I saw these photos. I don't know if you saw these photos, but there's this church in Pennsylvania, and they had a ceremony where people could come with their AR-15s and have them blessed. And that's cool. But the cooler thing is several of the people in the congregation were were wearing crowns made of bullets or uh, bullet crowns, as they're called. And I'd never seen I checked Etsy. Couldn't find them on there. I went on Amazon. They don't have them. So if anyone uh, has a heads up on that. Oh, no pun intended, by the way. But if you do, uh, if you do have a heads up on where I can get a bullet crown, uh, I don't have a gun, but I definitely do want the bullet crown because I feel like that's just menacing. You walk around with, with, you know, like 42 rounds of ammunition strapped to your head. People are going to take you seriously. I'm going to wear that to contract negotiations. I'm going to wear it to client meetings. I'm going to wear it to, uh, to any, you know, anytime the FCC comes out, I'm going to throw on my bullet crown, walk on in and say, you want to talk to me? Let's go, cowboy. Uh, and what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, Donald Trump yesterday meeting with all with all, <laughs> this is so much fun. Listen, we have I, I do want to mention something that's coming up, uh, coming up later on in the hour. I don't know if you I don't know if you know the Stephen Colbert character and the history of Stephen Colbert is really interesting because a lot of people thought for a while he was a Republican broadcaster. He was not. He was a comedian making fun of Republican broadcasters, most notably Bill O'Reilly. And his entire Comedy Central show, which aired for years after The Daily Show, both of those should be major clues as to which side of the aisle he falls on. He's on Comedy Central and he followed The Daily Show. Either way, uh, he had a a parody of Bill O'Reilly and several other Fox News hosts called The uh, Colbert Rapport. And a lot of people misunderstood. They thought he was very conservative. Uh, turns out he's not, and now he has his own late night show, and he's really the sworn enemy, or uh, Donald Trump is his sworn nemesis, and he has not only dedicated most of each and every hour of his program to bashing the president, making fun of his policies, but also it has skyrocketed him to success. He's the number one rated late night show on television. So successful is he now that he has his own second show. Get this. Talk about serious journalism. A cartoon animated show that makes fun of Donald Trump, his wife, 
his kids, his entire cabinet, his entire White House staff, and pretty much every Republican news broadcaster, including every single one of them that's heard on this station, <laughs> except for me. Uh, but it's it's one of those things where he's taken uh, the Trump administration and parodied it for personal profit, which is his right to do. And he's got these these, uh, you know, very overreaching um, cartoonish characters, the voices, the situations he puts them in. For example, Stephen Miller, there's one uh, there's one episode where Stephen Miller is writing the State of the Union speech and he's hanging upside down from a chandelier and like blood is dripping from his fangs because apparently he's a he's a demon night walker, that kind of thing. And I thought to myself, this is the kind of stuff that you see on television because television is run by the left part of the country. And, you know, I don't draw. I'm not a cartoonist. I'm not any of those things. But I do have access to a a a library of sound effects and some of the somewhat, you know, well, I mean, some fairly decent voice actors. So I put together my own cartoon president character uh, kind of serial. But uh, it's again, it's not visual. It's only audio. And we're going to play that for you here because I feel like it's not fair if they're going to make fun of the president and and have a cartoon show about it and make cash, you know, hand over fist. We should be able to do the same thing with the le- the left. So we're going to premiere that a little later, right before the end of the show, right before Rush Limbaugh. Uh, we're going to premiere. It's called the Obamas. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all. I'm, you can probably figure out what it's about based on the the title. Uh, but that that's that uh, we're very excited. We'll see. And here's the thing. Now, if this flies, what we're going to do, just like this, this is like a pilot episode. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go back and we're going to pitch it and we're going to try to get more money. And we're going to talk to the network and we're going to say, look, people love the pilot. We need 13 full episodes. We need a full series and we'll see what happens. So if you never hear to get after today. You'll know that it was a, a complete and total failure. Uh, all right, where was I? Oh yeah, so Walmart. Yesterday we talked all about Dick Sporting Goods. Boo for Dick Sporting Goods. Down with Dick Sporting Goods. Boycott Dick Sporting Goods. Never purchase anything from a Dick Sporting Goods again. There are hundreds of other companies you can get things from. Right, and one of them was Walmart. Until about three hours after the broadcast, when Walmart announced, "Oh, guess what? We now are also going to limit the sale of uh, guns and firearms to anyone over the age of 21. You must now be." 21 and over to purchase guns at Walmart as well. And the more I think about this and the more we see these kinds of things happening and the more people complain about it, the more I have to I have to ask myself the question that one of our callers asked yesterday. If Walmart and Dick's and any of these other companies are really concerned, like really concerned about gun violence. If they don't want anybody getting their hands on guns so they could shoot up a school or shoot up a movie theater or go to work and you know blow their boss's head off. If they don't want that happening, why do they sell guns in the first place? Why sell guns in the first place? There's no reason for you to limit who's going to buy the gun or put some kind of caveat on who can shop at your store for a particular item. Unless it's alcohol or cigarettes or lottery tickets, which the government has already mandated, you must be of a set age. You've got to be 18 to buy uh, to buy lottery. Is it lottery tickets is 18? I even forget. You have to be 18 to buy cigarettes. You have to be 18 to buy lottery tickets. You have to be 21 to buy alcohol. What's the legal porn age these days? I'm so old, I don't even remember. I think it's 18 as well. There's all there's limitations on what you can buy already, but those are imposed by the government. Now you have these private companies, these private corporations imposing their own limits. They're like, we're not even going to wait around for the government. We're going to tell you these guns at age 21, you can't buy them. 
But why sell them? Any, why sell them in the first? It's the same as cigarettes. You know, what if uh, CVS a few years ago said we're not going to sell cigarettes anymore? And people freaked out. And I'm not going to shop at CVS anymore. I understand that. If you really think that cigarettes kill people, if you really think cigarettes form a health hazard, cigarettes are not just a hazard to the people who consume them, but to innocent people around. We're not going to be part of that. Then pull it. Then do what CVS did. See, that makes sense to me. And again, I'm not a smart person. But this makes sense. Cigarettes are bad. We don't want to be bad. We're going to take the cigarettes off of our shelves. What Dick's and Walmart are doing, I don't under, I don't understand it. Maybe maybe you can explain it to me. But I don't understand how saying we think guns are bad, kids get their hands on guns, kids use these guns to kill people, we are going to continue to sell guns but not to kids. I don't I don't know if you're if you don't want people to have the guns, if you don't want to be embroiled in some kind of horrible incident way in the future, then why not just stop selling guns altogether? I mean, it, 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 that just seems to me to be the logical unless, of course, maybe that isn't the reason that you're doing it. Unless, of course, you are using the debate to get your name in the paper. Maybe you're looking for a little free publicity. Maybe if you make some kind of blanket statement like this, your risk assessment uh, department and the uh, the accountants and the lawyers at corporate have figured out, all right, let's see, we're going to lose this amount of gun sales, but the amount we're going to get in free publicity, and then we are going to pick up some of the anti-gun establishment people, and they're going to come in and, and support us and said, because we've made this broad statement. And, well, let's see, it looks like we're going to come out on top in the end. I mean, you know whenever a corporation makes a decision like this, there's multiple departments that are involved. It's not just one person saying this is what we want to do. They've got to make sure that they can survive. But if they really want to be a corporation with a uh, with a conscience, you know, that's the new thing. Corporations can't just make money anymore. They've got to be socially conscious. If that's the reason, then you should pull all the guns off the shelves. Get rid of all of them. They could all kill people. 340-1045. This is Don in Jacksonville. Don, hey, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, as to the Dicks and uh, Walmart uh, uh, going uh, against everybody on the uh, the age limits of the, of the weapons, they either need to not sell any guns at all or back off of that position. Because if you can get sued for millions of dollars for not wanting to make somebody a cake over your religious beliefs, believe me, there will be mountains of lawsuits of uh, people that are under 21 years old that will that will pile in there to buy their first weapon from uh, Dick's just to be turned down, just so that they can mount a lawsuit. But what are they going to sue? I mean, what are they suing for? What are they saying? I couldn't buy a, a gun at Dick's. Who already said that I couldn't buy a gun there? I mean, it's well, not there, it's not well, against there, the law to say to say you can't buy a gun here. Uh, actually, it is because it I, it's to, not. You can turn uh, down a, anyone anyone who sells guns for a living is told by the ATF you can turn down anybody for anything, the color of their shoes, their demeanor, what they say, something written on their T-shirt. There's yeah, no you reason. Do, you can do anything but age, sex, religion, or anything else. I mean, I, I just don't think that's true. I think that uh, I think that you can go into a gun shop, say I want to buy a gun, and they can tell you, mm, no, sorry, uh, we're not going to sell that to you. Uh, in fact, we had a guy yesterday from Academy who called up and said, I used to sell guns at Academy, and they told us, you know, turn down anybody for any reason if you don't if you think they're going to use that gun in an inappropriate way. Uh, plus, they're a private retailer, 
and they can say we're not going to sell you or sell this product to this uh you know to to these people of a certain age I mean, if they get sued, what, the Second Amendment violation? It, the Second Amendment doesn't say you have the right to buy a gun. It says you have a right to bear arms. I don't know. I could be way off. 340-1045. In fact, there's probably like eight people online right now telling me I am. 340-1045. This is the Mark K Show. Your phone call is coming up right after this. 340-1045 is the number. Mark K is the name. Thanks so much for, uh, thanks so much for being here. Uh, 340-1045. So now we have Walmart joining the fray. They've jumped into the fray and they've said, we're not going to sell weapons, uh, to kids under 21 either. Uh, Dick Sporting Goods started the whole thing and they're not even waiting for the federal government. I mean, a lot of government, look, Rick Scott here in Florida said, we want to raise the, uh, legal age to 21 to own, uh, these high powered assault weapons. Uh, now Donald Trump is kind of jumping on the bandwagon. A lot of other states are jumping on the bandwagon and these these corporations privately held are not saying they're they're saying look we're going to kick it off we don't even care if there's a law or not we are going to go ahead and say we're not going to sell to people under the age of 21 completely within their rights aren't they 340-1045 this is ed in jacksonville ed how you doing thanks for calling the mark K show hey mark how are you doing good man what'd you want to say well, you know, the, the thing, Mark, and I think a lot of people understand this. If he's not going to, anybody is not going to be able to buy a gun at a retail store. It's so easy to buy it on the street. And, and this kid had an $800,000 inheritance from his mom's death. And the other thing I wanted to point out, he could have gone, gotten a gun anywhere. Another thing I wanted to point out right after this, the whole narrative from the kids at school, from teachers, from calling people that called the authorities, he was disturbed. He was gonna. He was the ideal guy to do something like this, and then boom, the yeah. narrative switched to guns. The narrative switched because it's the liberal agenda. Well, <laughs> you bring up a good. You bring up a good point about getting guns on the streets, and I just anybody. Anyone at all who works at Walmart or works at Dick's and thinks that you're going to keep the guns out of the hands of kids. Think back to when you were a teenager, because when I was 16, 17, 18 years old, I went out to parties and I remember throwing up because I got hammered and the legal drinking age wasn't 21. But one of my friends had some beer or one of my friend's sister went to the went bought us some Bartles and James wine coolers because we thought it was cool. And they tasted like watermelon. And or if my dad was out of town, I would just go steal the beast from the fridge. You know, six pack of Milwaukee's best. That's why I didn't drink beer for so long, because that was my first initiation into it. One time, all I could get my hands on was some sherry. And I stole that. And, you know, maybe now that I look back, maybe I had a problem. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, I must have gotten blackout drunk at least five times before I was 21 years of age and older. So it wasn't legal for me to do it, but somehow I did it. <laughs> you know, and I never stepped foot in a liquor store. I never stepped foot at a at a Publix. I never bought anything myself, even when I wanted to buy cigarettes. Not that I wanted to buy cigarettes, but I could go up to a vending machine somewhere and find them. Or I could, or I could, you know, kick somebody a couple bucks and they'd walk into the store and get it. Man, I was an awful kid. Now that I think, I don't, it's a wonder I grew up to be such a fine, upstanding, law-abiding citizen as I did. Uh, 340-1045. Walmart now saying you're not buying a gun unless you're 21. They're following the uh, footsteps of Dick's Sporting Goods. Are other retailers going to follow suit? And is that a real issue? Is that something somebody's actually going to sue over? I mean, according to the ATF, you can deny a gun purchase to anyone for any reason. And that includes age. 
340-1045. Got to take a quick break. We got some more of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute. Also, some of your open mic messages. And don't forget, you're going to want to stick around. Because right before we get out of here, we've, we have the premiere of our all-new program, The Obamas. It's coming up on The Mark K Show. Had a meeting with the boss uh, before the show, and he said, hey, don't tell people what happens at our meetings during the show. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? Never mind. Forget I said anything. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is our number. Coming up, the premiere of The Obamas, an all-new comedic serial presentation that you're only going to hear here. And you may only hear today, depending on how uh, well or poorly it goes. Tyler in Jacksonville, thanks so much for holding, and thanks for calling the Marquee Show. What do you want to say? Is it Tyler? No, is this Tyler? I'm Mark. Are you Tyler? (laughs) Hey, how's it going, Mark? I just wanted to say that... uh Pretty much, everybody's going to keep the gun. Say they're raising the ages to keep the hands of the guns out of the age, hands of and the kids. But the, in all actuality, all you're doing is keeping the guns out of consenting legal age adults. You, you know, it is odd, isn't it? They're like, oh, we don't want kids to have guns, but nobody, no kids can have guns because you need to be 18, and an 18 year old yeah. is legally an adult. That's something that gets lost in the shuffle. I don't know. I don't know where that. I don't know where that whole discrepancy started. I assume it started when they raised the legal drinking age. And I think they did that because too many high school kids were coming to class drunk. You know, I mean, the the legal drinking age used to be 18. And a lot of high school kids are 18 and they would show up Monday morning and they'd be obliterated and or they'd go out Friday night after the football games. Or what they would do is this. They just go buy booze and bring it back to the younger kids that, you know, pretty soon everyone was hammered. And, of course, and there were drinking and driving accidents. That was a huge problem. So they raised the legal drinking age to 21 and in doing so really blurred the line as to when you are an adult and when you are a kid. So, yeah, w- nobody wants a kid to have a gun. Nobody wants like I don't want my 11 year old son to walk into the Dick's Sporting Goods and say, hey, give me that AR-15. And, you know, here's a couple hundred bucks and they sell it to him. But when you're 18, you can vote. You can, you can, uh, you know, hold public office in some states. You can be drafted. You can go to the military. You can do all those things. You can buy the cigarettes and the porn and the lottery tickets and all that. You just can't buy booze. And now if you're going to Walmart, Dick's, or as we just found out, Kroger, who I didn't even know, I didn't know, I didn't, who knew Kroger? This is the most amazing thing. I'm finding out all of these places. I'm finding out all of these places that sell guns that I never really, I've never really knew sold guns. Uh, this is Robert from St. Augustine. How are you? I'm doing good, Mark. I like your show. Oh, you just actually touched on what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? Well, the fact that our government thinks that you're mature enough, you're not mature enough to drink or or now buy a gun until you're 21. But, hey, you can vote when you're 18. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. That just strikes me as odd. And and then the other thing I was going to say is, you know, statistically, mass shootings are probably not done by adolescents. I don't know what the stats are on it, but uh, these high school stu- you know, shootings seem to, to maybe go that way. Columbine and this one, the one at the elementary school, I think he was over 21. I'm not sure, but it, it's just political posture. It's really not going to do anything. Well, you know, I feel like I feel mass shootings because nobody just really blindly. I mean, a couple times. Yes, you had the dude who went to the McDonald's uh, back in the 80s in, in L.A. And you had a or San Diego. You had a couple of those instances where it would just seemed random. Uh, even in Aurora, Colorado, the movie theater, uh, you know, the guy who uh, went into the Batman movie. But most of the time when you have a school shooting or a workplace shooting, it's it's based on where you are. And if you're in a school, uh, yeah, the, the shooter age is usually younger. 
younger. If you're in a workplace, it's going to be somebody who's who's older because that's where they have the vendetta. That's where they feel slighted. That's where they feel bullied. That's where they feel they've been wronged. And that goes back to the to the mental issues as well. Uh, but, you know, but I appreciate it. Thanks so much for calling. This is Frank. How are you, Frank? Hey, good. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Hey, I, I wanted to let you know I am a gun a gun owner. Mm-hmm. I own three shotguns and two rifles okay. and, a, and a pistol, and they're all semi-automatic. And, and that's just what I like to shoot. But uh, I hunt a lot, too. And, and I can tell you when you go duck hunting, you can't have but three rounds in your shotgun. Okay. And, and, and when I've been invited to go on some of these real nice quail hunts over on some of the plantations over in Thomasville, Georgia, you can't even take a semi-auto. I mean, they told me to leave my semi-autos at home. You have to use a an, an over-under, which only holds two rounds. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the more I think about these ARs, and I've shot them a bunch. I've got some friends that own them. And, you know, they shoot a, a high-velocity round, but it doesn't. It's it's a small caliber. It's a two two three. And so you can't use them for hunting. I mean, they don't, they're not going to penetrate, you know, like boars and that kind of stuff we have around here. And, and, and another thing is, is the, the, the amount of, uh, of rounds you can put in the capacity in the magazines. I've, my friends on theirs, they have 30 round clips. Right. And so I, you know, what I don't understand as a hunter is, is why you even need these things around. I don't understand. What's the problem with banning a AR-15 any more than banning a, a bazooka or a shoulder-fired rocket? And if you look at some of the gun restrictions in the past, like back in the 50s, they were trying to eliminate these guns that were not that had no sporting applications. Right. And if you look at the gun ban, the the assault rifle ban back in the the one that expired, it exempted like 650 sporting rifles. And so, you know, as a person that likes semi-autos, right. and that's all I shoot because they're gas-operated, they have less recoil, you know, I, I'm concerned when people start getting after semi-autos, but for the life of me, and I'm going to, I'd like your comments, particularly if you've shot these ARs, I, I just don't understand why they're out there. You had a caller come in the other day, call the other day and say, look, you're never going to take these back from people that have bought them. Well, the assault rifle ban grandfathered any everything that was out there. Right. Okay? So that's that's a dumb argument. But I mean, if you have any experience with an AR, I mean, why do we need them? I'll take my comments off the air and thank you. I enjoy your show. Oh, all right. No, I appreciate. It. Well, thanks so much for calling. That was a well thought out question, and I appreciate the background. And it seems like you know what you're talking about. And again, I'm look. You're more of a hunter than I am. I'm not a hunter at all. I don't own an AR-15 or anything else. I've learned mostly about them over the last couple of days because that's all we've been talking about. Uh, but, you know, uh, to me, I just and again, this is my opinion. I feel that this is more of an enthusiast gun. Not every gun is sold for the purpose of of hunting. You know, a lot of the a lot of people buy guns because they feel the need to protect themselves for whatever reason. And I'm saying that's a legitimate need. They may have people who have threatened them. They may be in a in a in a position where they're they're working with people that aren't, you know, the the highest quality people. Uh, you know, I, a friend uh, my uncle was in construction and he hired a lot of folks who were out of prison, who may have had criminal activities, who he just weren't he wasn't sure about. So he carried a gun on the job site. So it's hunting's one aspect of gun ownership but personal protection is another there's also the enthusiasm part i mean there's some people that own shotguns and all they shoot is a clay target there's some people that own rifles all they want to do is go to the range and fire into the little silhouette
head of Saddam Hussein or, or whoever it is, Osama bin Laden. I don't even I don't even know who the weapon of who the target of choice is these days. But they they just want to be they just want to know that they can fire that gun. You know, it's like karate. You can learn how to kill people with your fists. But it doesn't mean you're always you're going to kill people. But you still want to learn. You still want to train sword fighting. People like this fight with samurai swords. They still want to know how to wield them like they're like they're the last samurai right out of some, you know, Quentin Tarantino movie or whatever. But they don't ever actually do it. And I feel that that's part of the reason that some of these people own the guns and want the AR-15s. And and they want to, you know, have I – mean, again, there's the Second Amendment right, which we haven't even gotten into. Uh, we'll get into that here in just a minute. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV 340-1045. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. 340-1045. We had a guy just call in, and he couldn't hold on, but he said, adult-age kids are not as mature as they used to be. I would just like to point out adult age adults aren't as mature as they used to be either. And uh, we're still allowed to have guns. Anyway, Walmart, uh, Kroger now, and of course, Dick's Sporting Goods yesterday announcing no one under the age of 21 will be able to own a weapon there. I say push it one step further. You know, just just don't sell guns to people if you're that concerned about it. Just don't sell guns to people uh, if you're that concerned about it at all. And uh, and, you, and you kind of, you know, you, you limit any culpability for future attacks. All right, listen, speaking of future attacks, well, I, you know, I'm sick and tired of the liberals having all the fun when it comes to uh, when it comes to the media. They get to have all the comedy shows and they get to make all the jokes and they own late night television. And now they, they even own c- uh, cartoons. Uh, Stephen Colbert has released this new cartoon called The, uh, the Cartoon President. And it's all about Donald Trump and his cabinet and his family. Uh, you know they make they make uh, jokes about Melania, and they basically have parodied the entire the entire uh, Trump the presidency. And I thought, okay, that's fine, that's great. If they want to do that, they have the freedom to do that. But we also have the power to do that here. So since there's no Democrats in the White House, I looked back a couple years, and we came up with a concept, a serial uh, soap opera, if you will, based on the previous first family. The Obamas. When we last left the Obamas, they were contemplating their new portraits that were just unveiled for the Smithsonian. I don't know. I feel like I look pretty good. But why did he paint me sitting in front of a bunch of pot leaves? I think that's ivy, dear. I thought it was weed. Which reminds me, what the hell was he smoking when he painted you? You look scary. Even scarier than in real life. I know. I'm not happy with it myself, but I've already contacted the Clintons and their people have vowed to take care of the artist. Good. I mean, your painting looks like a movie poster for The Nightmare Before Christmas. Shame, it's the last thing he'll ever paint, but at least after he's gone, the value of the painting will triple. Big deal. Three times nothing is still nothing. (laughs) Grab me my Blackberry, would you, babe? Hello? Oh, hey, Joe. How's it going? You want to come by? Well, I got a full schedule today. I've got golf this morning, followed by some basketball in the afternoon. And then there's a deep state dinner tonight. And I was hoping to get my ears clean before then. That takes a while. Oh, well, if it's important, I can make some time. How soon can you be over? Hey, Joe, that was quick. Yeah, I spend most nights camped out in your front yard under a tree, you know, dreaming about the good old days when my folksy style of political doublespeak was still effective. You remember. Yeah, those were the days. Sometimes I forget I'm not president anymore. Just last week, I heard Hannity blaming me for the Russia probe. So I called the IRS to order him audited, and, well, they told me I couldn't do that anymore. Oh, man, I'm sorry, Barack. That's a real slap in the face. That's a slap in the face. They should do it for you anyway. Well, it's okay. I had Eric Older send Don Jr. some cord starch and an 
envelope. That cheered me up a little. Anyway, what's so important? Well, you know, Brock, I was thinking of running again. I don't know, Joe. You're getting on in years. You may want to try something low impact, like water aerobics. No, I don't mean running for exercise. I meant for office. I'm thinking of running for president. I know what you meant. I still think water aerobics would be better for you. You know, I didn't run last time around because, well, Hillary threatened to have me castrated. But this time, I'm really thinking of having a go at it. You know, the country can't handle another four years of Trump, Barack. You know that. There's just too much freedom and prosperity. It's bad for business. You're telling me. Malia just got her first paycheck with his tax cut. She used the extra money to buy a Make America Great Again hat. Damn near killed me. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Barack. If he keeps giving all our money back to the people who earned it, what are we going to live on? I can do it. I know I can. I just need your support. Can I Can I count on you, Barack? I hear you, Joe. And I'll do what I can. Ah, Barack, I sure appreciate that. Now, go on. Get out of here. Michelle is going to go on Ellen later, and she needs me to help her into her Sphinx. Oh, good luck. Good luck. I'll see you. What did he want? He wants to run for president. But, Barack, you promised to help me run for president. I know, dear. I was just stringing him along. Didn't want him to start crying again right there in the living room. You know how emotional he is. So I have your word. I will be the next president, not Joe? Baby, of course. I already put in an order with the Russian troll factory. And the FBI erased your hard drive yesterday. You're all set. Oh, Barack, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get back home. I'll do whatever I can to whomever I can to make it happen. You promise? With Allah as my witness. Or God as my witness. Next time on the Obamas, Barack encounters trouble at the airport. What do you mean I'm on the no-fly list? I was born in Hawaii, damn it. I've been through this with you people before. There you go. The first and potentially only episode ever of the Obamas. Send your complaints to management. 341045. My name is Mark K. This is the Mark K. Show. Okay. Tomorrow, uh, Friday. I can't believe it's Friday already. We're going to have more giveaways for you. Uh, plus, we're going to award another Mark K. Show t-shirt to somebody who goes to our podcast page right now on iTunes or the Google Play Store, leaves a five-star review, whether you mean it or not. Uh, it's our way of bribing you to listen. And then, of course, we'll get into the latest on the gun control debate, which I'm sure will continue especially uh, after Donald Trump's comments and more retailers coming forward just moments ago to say, hey, you know what? We're not going to sell guns to people under the age of 21 either. And so there. 340-1045. I got to get out of here. The news and Rush Limbaugh is next on News 1045 WOKV. See ya.